630 Chad This Morning Podcast with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. Rise and shine this Monday morning. You're listening to This Morning on uh, 630 Chad. I was, I, was, I was about to question your sincerity with a good morning, everyone, just because it is going to get so cold here in an awful hurry. Snow first, then cold. Yeah, bam, bam. and you just, you, you worry, obviously, we had a discussion about uh, the people living on the street, but, uh, you, you know, you're talking about firefighters that have to go to a fire no matter what the temperature, uh, people who have to take the bus or, or walk to work. My kid is on the bus for almost three hours a day, and, of course, that bus buses can run late and then they're mm-hmm. sitting out they're stuck uh, outside waiting they're stuck outside uh, i know that in the cold uh, her school buses when she was taking a yellow school bus to school it occasionally got canceled so you might have to rearrange your day maybe be a little wor- late to, to work in case that happens in your kids district because they just don't want little ones hanging out at the bus stop just in case uh, they're running a little bit late yep. so they take all precautions and, and sometimes that is canceling the entire morning or afternoon in these kind of temperatures and we've been we've been here before we know how it works Uh, we know what it is but that doesn't mean that the danger is any less it can be it can be a scary time so yeah do do be safe make sure you have that little emergency kit in your vehicle if you get stuck there Mm -hmm. for a while if your car doesn't start, then sitting there waiting for uh, somebody to come help you can get a little on the nippy side. So and do even be careful. if you get into a, a fender bender and you have to get outside and inspect the damage, and you're you know you're wearing Crocs and your pajama pants, you don't you don't you don't <laughs> have off, gloves that, or mitts that, or hats or anything in your car because you know you didn't expect to have to get out of your vehicle at that at that point. Maybe you're dropping somebody off or your kid still. off at uh, at dance or at hockey or something. Um, yeah, just make pub- sure you got something. Going out in public in Crocs and pajama pants is a crime anyway. It's a crime. Lots of people Crocs do that. Crocs and pajama pants. Well, pants, pants. Uh, you're committing a crime. Uh, <laughs> that's not crime. That's not what we'd plan to talk about in this segment. Instead, you're talking about the little ones being mm-hmm. out and waiting around. Yep. Uh, how about little ones uh, needing some some daycare options? Obviously, when the $10 a day uh, daycare program came in, it sounded like great stuff mm-hmm. for, uh, for families, and, and it can be. Now, the question is, do the daycare operators think it's a, it's a great thing? It, it's fine as long as they're subsidized and somebody's paying for it. What if, what if you have to actually almost act like like uh, like the bank you're, you're where you're subsidizing upfront costs only the, to get paid for later province. for, for the, the province, province. Because, right so that's a big issue with how long it's taking to get reimbursed for some of this and so some of these daycare operators are just going it's not worth it i can't survive having to front the cash for a government program so we're not doing it anymore yeah a lot of people or rather a lot of daycares looking to dump the program and that's means that um, parents, what are they doing? And, and the deadline for this is, is coming up. So mm. they may be a little panicked, wondering what they're going to do. To tell us why and all of the intricacies around this issue, Crystal Churcher is on the line. She is the chair of the Association of Alberta Child Care Entrepreneurs. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, so, Crystal, did we set that up the way it should have been? Did we hit the highlights on it? I, I think you guys nailed it. I think you did. Uh, and so, is, is this different than what it was last fall, or has something changed, or is this just uh, starting to understand truly how the uh, program is affecting uh, some daycare operators? Um, really, nothing has changed since we signed into this program in 2022. Um, it's just that with this new agreement, the affordability grant um, amounts have increased, and every time there's an increase, operators lose access to more of their revenue on the first of the month. So we as operators have been really footing the bill for about 50% of our full monthly revenue from 2022 until now. And when we sign into this program, if we sign into this program, 
On February 1st, that amount will go up to 85 to 100% of our revenue will be funded by the government. So we'll have no access to that on the first of the month. We'll be waiting 40 to 45 days to get that back from the province. Why are you waiting? That's a good question. I think that's a good question for the government. Um, We've been asking that question for two years. I I don't know. That is the way that they have chosen to fund us um, under this agreement. It's not actually written into the agreement. We did not agree to being funded or to be, um, I guess, essentially unpaid government fiscal agents for two years. But um, that has been how it's rolled out. Uh, but if you've been going along this line, uh, haven't you? It's almost like having to pay your your rent at at the beginning of the month instead of the end of the month. Um, that's a, like a maybe a lame analogy, but I'm just trying to wrap my head around how this works. Uh, so if you've already been doing it in some ways, is it not possible to just continue? Or is it the percentage that makes it worse? It's the percentage that makes it worse. I mean, what what has been happening is we've had operators. Um, You know, in the past, prior to the $10 a day program, parents paid 100% of the fees on the first of the month to the daycare. We signed into this agreement in 2022, and we agreed, I guess, at that time to fund about 50% of our fees. So we were asked to reduce the parent portion. Parents would pay 50% on the first of the month. We wait till the end of the month. We are then able to submit a claim to the government, and then we have to wait another 10 to 15 days to get the, the claim back for the other 50%. Now that we're opting into this or being asked to opt into this 2024 agreement, most families that are subsidized and receive the affordability grant will actually pay zero to their childcare operator. So 100% of those fees will come back to the operator from the government in 40 to 45 days. Um, I think that what has happened is, you know, childcare operators have really wanted to support this program and make sure that it worked for families. We all want our families to be able to afford childcare, and after two years of funding it, we just can't afford to do it anymore. I mean, the cost and the financial burden on childcare has been huge, and I think people have scraped by for two years, but seeing this new agreement in our inboxes just before Christmas has really made it clear that we will not survive the next 15 months under the structure of this agreement. So do you know how many, I'm sure you talk to a lot of daycare operators, do you know how many are going to go along with the program and I guess front more of the costs and how many are people saying, I can't do this anymore? Do you have a percentage? I don't. Um, I think that, you know, from our association standpoint, we are still trying to gather some information, you know, get some legal perspective on what you know, the agreement really entails. Um, So we can present that to our members on the 15th. We're having a members meeting on the 15th of January to kind of present some information and give people really like informed um, opportunities to make a really good decision. Uh, This is such a hard decision for operators Mm -hmm. to opt out. Um, You know, I know the government always likes to tell us that we can choose to participate in this or not. there's really not much choice. Uh, compliance doesn't always equal choice. Um, and I think that operators are really trying to take the time so they can make this work or find an option, work with government so families don't lose access to this. Because you're sort of damned if you do, damned if you don't. You either upfront the costs or if you get out of the program, you're going to lose you're going to lose some parents because they need the subsidies. Yeah, not only do you lose parents, but um, these, you know, we've always been told by the province that this is an all or nothing program. So the supports and programs we had in place prior to the $10 a day program, like wage subsidies for our staff, 
um, subsidies for low-income families, those are now all tied into this affordability grant program. So if we opt out of the grant program, we risk losing access to those for low-income families in our centre and for our staff. And so why so, you're still considering, some are still considering opting out. It sounds like it would be, it would be a death knell for the business. Well, this, I mean, it's, it's kind of go bankrupt now or go bankrupt in the next 15 months. That's really the choice. When you hear the minister say, you know, you have a choice to participate, it's a choice to leave and, and go bankrupt within the next probably week. Um, if your parents don't support that and can't afford full fees, you, you're really dead in the water as an operator. Um, or you, you're slowly bleeding out even further in the next 15 months. And, and most centres will be in a very difficult financial position over the next 15 months. Um, there's no choice. I mean, the only choice here is for us to try and come up with solutions so that we can make sure that this program is successful in our province for families and for the centres. Crystal, just one really quick question. We've run mm-hmm. out of time. Other provinces have, have a system similar to this one, and this doesn't happen there? Um, this is a problem across the country. Okay. I mean, what I'm talking about with the funding model is specific to Alberta, but the issues with the actual Liberal $10 a day program are massive across the country. They're right. just ignoring it right now. Uh, Crystal, thanks so much for your time. Appreciate it. You're this welcome. Morning. Thanks for uh, having and me. And we'll check in with you after you get in into this meeting and figure out where you guys are going to go, uh, what's going to happen next, okay? Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Uh, Crystal Churcher is chair of the Association of Alberta Child Care Entrepreneurs. Uh, the difficulties with the $10 a day daycare program across the country. And just the, the administration of it here in Alberta. Yep.